0: On the curves <laughs> not a glitch Captain. just got dyslexia okay? <laughs> disarm on you disarm on your cow welcome
1: foolish mortals it is with deepest pride and greatest pleasure that we welcome you tonight the reference here is very obscure
0: Welcome to the Obscure World of Disney. You're listening to the Obscure Disney Podcast.
1: It's our belief that no detail is too small, no character cameo too short, and no quirk too strange to be celebrated. And
0: with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, why not get an annual pass wherever every year podcast from or find us at
1: ObscureDisneyPodcast.com. And see all of our fun patches at DisneyPatch.com. Everybody's back to hear us talk about our most uh, well-researched, and knowledgeable subject, Steve.
0: Our newest found uh, phenomenon. 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 <laughs> which is Star Wars The Mandalorian.
1: The Mandalorian. Right? That guy.
0: Completely unexpected that we were going to love it so much.
1: Yeah. Which is, you know, a testament to their making of the show. It It really works out well for people that aren't uh super crazy star wars fans but can enjoy a good sci-fi thing anyway yeah
0: which we are quickly falling into that category of being the avid uh, star wars uh, watchers yeah and there was a lot to be said about this last episode of mandalorian right there's lots of spoilers here so
1: yeah if you haven't watched through the second season of the mandalorian best stop here i don't want to get no angry letters about how we spoiled the Mandalorian for you. Because we're
0: just opening it wide up.
1: Wide open. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. So overall thoughts for this season. What did you think overall for this season though?
0: Oh my gosh. Well, I just absolutely loved it. I thought it was fantastic. It was great. Yeah. We were riveted. We were tuning in as soon as the episodes were coming out basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um almost immediately we were on vacation. We were out of town and we we're like, we gotta get home to watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> like when has that ever happened?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not very often.
0: Not for you and I.
1: Well, and the real danger is, is that if you are on any kind of social media, the Mandalorian is pretty rapidly spoiled for you. Mm. Um we'll get to that in a moment. Um this season was definitely all about um the Jedi trying to get Grogu to the Jedi is the whole focus of the second season, right? Yeah. He has a name now. Look at us. He has a name. Uh, And we ran into uh, a Jedi uh, who gave the Mandalorian directions on how to get Grogu to other Jedi to be trained. I mean, thank
0: goodness. The uh, outer space is a pretty big place. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of places the Jedi can hide out there. You could be looking
0: uh, looking around for literally billions of
1: years. And then if they found him, they just wave their hand and be like, "Oh, I'm not the person you're looking for. <laughs> and then you're done. So unfair. Uh, and then the the thing, I maybe I'm alone in this, but it really made me mad when they stole Grogu. <laughs> I was like, what? Now we're doing this? And then they blew up the Mandalorian's ship? Yeah. Luckily, he had just inadvertently joined forces with Boba Fett. And I don't know the name of the female character that he thought he had killed, but obviously was not dead.
0: But that cool girl.
1: Yeah. The assassination. Which one? um,
0: Was she in the last episode?
1: No. Okay. In the last episode? Uh Yes, she was. Yeah. 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 She's the one that was a marksman. She could shoot from really far away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank goodness he found her. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, this last episode, the, the goal is, uh, he's gathering up the other Mandalorian crew that he had helped before. Uh, I don't know what happened to the ship that they had. Like he helped them get a ship. Yeah. And now they just don't have it. I don't know what happened to
0: yeah. it. Well, I mean, that does happen.
1: I guess um <laughs> the crazy world and the the one female mandalorian is all about getting to the the bad guy gosh i really right. should write down their names so that i can the sound intelligent when i'm saying these things <laughs> um the the darth vader for this right this uh show and he really was right moth gideon and every and you
0: nailed it in a few episodes back when they didn't end up killing him when they shot him down from the sky. Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, that's going to come back and get him. Cause I mean, everybody could see that coming.
1: Nowadays. Well, this is the thing that I find frustrating with all shows is when you have the big bad completely under your control, uh-huh. that's the time to finish it. Right? No. Oh, we'll get it, We're going to try to get information from him later or any of this kind of crap. no, He's going to try to kill you. Uh He's going to try to steal the kids still. He's Uh building an army of whatever he's building. Kill him or make it so he can't do it again. And maybe that's just me being vindictive. But story-wise, it doesn't make sense for them not to do these things, in my opinion.
0: It does feel like it's a old movie trick. And that they do is they they have the villain and they keep dragging the villain on further and further and further without right because you're right they're like in a real life scenario why wouldn't they have killed him earlier you right. know and I'm sure there's gonna be there's gonna play out to a reason for storyline that they don't do it but then that you're just like no you should just kill him logic wise anyway. it doesn't yeah make you should just done it anyway and because and I think about that too and they and it always makes it look like they do it out of an act of mercy like they're just ready to do it like you know spirit of the throw and now we're gonna stop you know and you're just like. But wait a minute.
1: Why? (laughs) How many
0: of the... I totally forgot what they're called. The white guys. The white soldiers. Stormtroopers. How many stormtroopers have you guys killed? throughout the whole and those are people inside of those yeah but you have no problem killing those just willy-nilly just boom 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 y'all dead yeah and then it comes to the one bad guy and all of a sudden you have a heart now or something and you're like no of all people you should kill it's the baddest of all the guys you know why the stormtroopers what have they done they didn't do nothing
1: right let's get to the point where they run into him so the whole goal they have is to get onto moff gideon's ship yeah uh, they they formulate this plan where the Mandalorians are going to get on the ship. They're going to head straight for the bridge, and Mando is going to head straight uh to the bay where they have these robotic stormtroopers now.
0: Oh, they were so bad, weren't they? Yeah, they were cool.
1: Uh, and his job is to lock them down in there so that they can't cause problems. Oh, huh, right. So, things are going according to plan. The four ladies take off. They're doing their thing. Killing, 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 killing. Like, uh-huh. they were well organized. They we'll were. give them that. Meanwhile, they cut back and forth to Mando, who is literally walking right. everywhere. And I'm literally, while we're watching it, I'm going, run. Why are you going so slow? Yeah. You have a job. You have to stop those things from getting out. Yeah. Why are you going so slow? (laughs) And then the ladies get to the bridge and shock and awe, Moff Gideon's not there. Right. And they're like, where is he? And I'm like, girl, we all know where he's at. Uh He ran straight to Grogu when you got on the ship. You know he did. Yeah. You know. Meanwhile, we cut back to our good friend, the Mandalorian. The the Doom Troopers, the Dark Troopers. I can't remember what they call them now. But the Robots. They are fully active and start marching towards the doors. And then Man- the Mandalorian goes, oh, no, wait, 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 wait. It's like, oh, yeah, you think? Right. If you would have maybe run a little bit. Yeah. You've gotten there a little bit earlier. And, you know, obviously, for story reasons, they made him wait a little longer so we could get one of them out. So we could see how dangerous. It
0: would have been nice though, because that was the first time, I think, in the last two seasons that he looked incompetent, right? Yeah. I guess. It was the he's never shown any sign
1: of incompetence at all until that moment. And you're just like, Now
0: now you decide to take your time.
1: If they would have slowed him down with something else. Yeah. if if there had been a you know a blockade of some kind that he had to get around and you know yeah. he's actively working but you're right in every other episode he would have gone made a beeline straight for the the right. hangar where the robots are and locked it down immediately yeah. but for some reason he was really taking his time yeah. i'm not really sure why yeah
0: this is not the discipline we expect out of mando
1: and uh, he uh, full on finally kills one of them and then for some reason, they have all these robots in a room with an airlock that can just jettison them out into space. <laughs> I'm not really sure what good that does. I guess maybe if they're releasing them to attack other people. But it just seemed like an interesting thing to have in the room with these things in it. Yeah. Uh, and he's, oh, we get a shwew moment. You yeah, know? we totally got that. Exactly. And then he, the, then he opens the cell and there's Grogu. With yeah. Moff Gideon, and he's got the Darksaber, of course. Of course. Uh, and, and they do something with Moff Gideon that I really dislike with a lot of bad guys is they make them very cocky, arrogant, without cause. Uh-huh. And then they he has information that, for us, we have no idea how he would have that information. Right. And it, it, it almost feels like a bad like a B movie trope where they're like the bad guy just knows everything. Right. And he's super cocky about knowing everything kind of thing. Yeah. And they totally were using him
0: to be like the narrator of the episode now.
1: Yeah. All of a sudden he's expositing all over the place. Uh huh. Like <laughs> why would he know that? <laughs> why wouldn't she sit anyway? And it was
0: pretty out of character from what we've seen of him so far. That yeah. He's now going to sit there and explain down every single moment. Right. Of, of what they need to know.
1: Um. So of course Moff Gideon and our Mandalorian friend get into a battle. Luckily the dark saber can't cut through the Mandalorian armor. Yeah. And, uh, it's a good fight. Well choreographed, interesting fight. And of course Mando wins. Um, and at this point I'm saying to the, to the screen, okay, if you're not going to kill him, because this is the point where the Mandalorian decides he's not going to kill him. Yeah. Uh, if you're not going to kill him, at least maim him in such a way that he cannot come after you anymore.
0: Yeah, you had a couple of thoughts on how you would have done it, right?
1: Yeah, mine are a little violent. But <laughs> in all honesty, if you would have taken the dark saber, which kind of looks like a, a, a lightsaber. Uh-huh. If you would have taken that and, I don't know, hacked off his arm so he can't fight you anymore. Yeah. Perfect. You know, like... Take off both arms. That way, if he's ambidextrous, you don't you don't have anything to worry about unless he starts shooting you with his toes. <laughs> it's, it's very simple. He's not dead. From what I understand, their little weapons cauterized immediately. And he's just kind of a an, an armless person now that can do you no harm. Is that right? Their weapons would cauterize immediately? I don't know. We're going to go with yes? Sure. From Cause... what I understand, like people I've talked to in the past told me that lightsabers do cauterize like well, when they hit with the the lightsabers it's not like a a spray of blood i see because it, it cauterizes i
0: don't it's know it's star wars and we're not going to see blood no because no, you never see that like no. at all ever so i could see that being the case but it, it yeah i agree with you like why not why not cut off his arms yeah and he might eventually bleed out eventually but again how many yawn who
1: cares he's the bad guy he stole a baby he's building an army of robots that are going to kill hundreds and thousands of people so he has a few less
0: arms and that's the that's the heart of it right there he the one thing the whole episode was about was protecting the child the entire time yeah and now at the very end when you have the ability to kill him you just don't do it it's just like he he got in the way of the one thing that you said that you were not going to allow happen so completely true
1: and to be fair anyway. the the leader the female leader Mandalorian yeah did say that he has to uh surrender to her mm-hmm. it, she said I don't care what happens he just has to surrender to me she did say that yeah so right. potentially yeah. he was s- saying okay perfect I'll just take him and have him say I surrender to her uh-huh. you know that's why I won't kill him yeah fine. So uh, we all march to the the to bridge. The, the bridge, and this is where we get a dump of exposition from the bad guy. There's no reason for him to know this other than the fact that he owns the he owns the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he exposits, Oh no, she's got to win the saber. No, you can't just give it to her. Mm-hmm. Nope, she's got to beat you up for it. You know, like. And it's like okay, that's something that can totally be done, you know, whatever. Yeah. But for now, Mando has the dark saber, and that makes him heir to the throne of Mandalore, their planet. Correct?
0: Yeah, that's what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Meanwhile, the Rubits are back on the ship, coming for him. Oh
0: yeah, because the other ships show up with tons and tons of robots.
1: Well, they're not even ships. It's just the robots flying back ah, in. Ah, okay. That's and Moff Gideon is laying on the ground smirking. And the whole time I'm going, somebody shoot him. Uh-huh. Somebody shoot him. <laughs> he's of no use to you now. And then, of course, you see him like slyly covering up a, a blaster with his cape. And I'm like, somebody shoot him. And the whole time he's just smirking away. I'm like, yeah. ah. So frustrating. <laughs> Uh, and the robots start punching their way through the the door, and and the bad guy's all happy about it, thinking he's about to get away with things. And then a new ship flies in, an X-wing, which we know to be the good guys' ship. Yeah, and uh, they're like, "Oh, great, one one uh-huh. whole ship! Hooray!" You know, what my then- daughters to do share. <laughs> and then this is the part that actually got me, and I'm not even a Star Wars super nerd, uh-huh. but when the on the screen you see the jedi walk in uh-huh. and the music cues up i'm like "Woo, that's cool <laughs> yeah. and for the first time you see moff gideon his face drops oh uh-huh. and he looks genuinely upset about it yeah <laughs> which is great um And then they have a whole sequence of them literally just standing there watching on TV while he hacks through all of these robots. Yeah. All of them. (laughs) And um, he eventually makes it to the bridge and they open the doors. And this is where things got spoily for me Mm -hmm. because we were coming back from a little out of town trip and uh, I opened up Instagram and somebody had posted "Ooh, can you believe this person is the end of this episode and I'm like ugh I cannot believe I waited this long and it got spoiled for me just now yeah. <laughs> uh, because it is Luke Skywalker which is the funniest thing to me because you said who's that <laughs> <laughs> Now, to be fair,
0: I've seen Mark Hamill recently and he does not look like that. No. So
1: (laughs) to be honest, he never looked like that because it was all computer generated. (laughs) How about that, folks? Um, And this is where I have a couple issues with the Star Wars movies in general. Yeah. Yeah is that they they insist on looping back to the original series over and over and over and over and over again. Right. We just it feels like a black hole that we cannot escape. It keeps pulling us back in. Mm-hmm. They've had 3 full trilogies now devoted to these same characters. Yeah. And I I'm I don't consume Star Wars at the rate that some other people do. So I don't have a lot of room to complain. But I'm like, isn't it time for a new family? Like, that's true. We've been coming back to this same family tree for decades now. Surely there are some other people out there. You know, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, I think it would have been way more interesting had they had a brand new Jedi show up. Someone that no one's ever seen before mm. and have people go, whoa, who's that? Wow, that's interesting. I wonder who that is. He shows up, she shows up, I don't care. And okay. she, they are a mysterious figure. They're an alien. They're not human. Yeah. There's something different. And they say, I'm the Jedi. I'm here to take the child. Now, to be fair, when you hand Grogu over to Luke, everyone knows that he's safe. Yeah. Right? Whereas if you introduce a quote unquote new Jedi People are like, well, what if he's not a good guy? What if yeah. he's giving way to some rando, you know? So it's fair for, for those sort of things. But I was like, man, anybody else I think I would have been more excited for. Well, and I thought that's
0: what we were getting a couple episodes back when he found the Jedi on that planet. And she was so helpful to him and giving directions. Yeah. I thought that's exactly what they were doing is they were introducing a new line of Jedi that yeah. could then be there's. That whole thing is exactly what you're describing right there. Right. Well,
1: the female Jedi actually comes from an extended universe of Star Wars. She oh, so had, we've seen her before already, She's too. from a, a cartoon version of Star Wars.
0: At least that's far enough removed that it ties it back to the story, but it's far enough out there that you can then start a new story sure. again. Because I get what you're saying, though. I mean, as far as I can, you know, the reality of of um, the atmosphere is like there There are it's billions of light years big. So there are an immense amount of space for these, for things to be. So yeah. the fact that it keeps tying right back to one family, uh, it's it just, bit, yeah, it's it a bit, yeah, it just feels a little wah, small wah, wah. town. Yeah.
1: Me. Yeah. It feels like the, the mayor and his family just keep cropping up in this small town where you're like them again. <laughs> yeah. And we love them. And uh, no, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of Luke and Leah, Mark Hamill. And I, I have nothing but respect for the original family of star, Wars, but
0: it's just, you can only go so far with that storyline without it looping back into it without it and right. without it spoiling. Like, cause there's, there's, anything you do has to live with inside that universe so tightly, which is just uh, so hard to do and make the story interesting.
1: Yeah. I saw somebody say, can someone line up the timeline for me? And they're like, it's three years before this, 25 years before that, four years after this. And it's all triangulated (laughs) from all the other movies. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love them. Good
0: for y'all. That's, that's, That's the kind of fan you want.
1: Um, And then they did a little fan service because they had R2 there, which is always fun. Everyone loves an R2 moment. Um, And then you have the heartbreaking moment of Grogu saying goodbye. Uh, uh, And Mando takes his helmet off for him. And they have a little moment. Yeah. It's very sad. Yeah. Mando's
0: taking his helmet off quite frequently nowadays.
1: Yeah. I think the actor was like, I need to be on this more often. People don't know who I am. (laughs) uh and i thought a nice way to end this would be for mando to give him the shifter right ball that he saved from the wreckage of his yeah. spaceship i thought it's a sad moment sad moment sad moment you see luke walk to the elevator they turn around and there's a sad moment and then mando holds up the ball and Grogu force takes the ball and smiles. And then the doors close. It feels like a full circle moment. That would have been nice. Yeah. It's interesting. They didn't do it. They did not. I guess
0: it's too. I don't know. That's that's I don't know if that would live well with inside the Star Wars universe. I think.
1: Sure. Why not? They
0: do nice things like that.
1: People can be nice. It's allowed. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then you did have a post credit scene. We won't go all into that, but it does say the Book of Boba Fett coming December
0: 2021.
1: (laughs) Uh, And they've been real cagey about announcing what exactly that means.
0: Yeah, which Uh, I love.
1: uh, We don't know if the book of Boba Fett is season three of the Mandalorian or if the Mandalorian season three is going to happen and there's going to be a spin-off the book of Boba Fett, we have no idea at this point.
0: Or if Mando, the Mandalorian is just done forever.
1: Right. Is that the end of the whole series? We have to no do that idea. too. Yeah. Mm. It is the end of an arc.
0: Which I say, good for the Star Wars community. Yeah. They love a cliffhanger. Give they... us
1: something that we don't know. Yeah. Like... That's what I love about these sort of things is you get a moment where even the super fans go, gosh, I don't know what's going to happen. And isn't that fun for people? I feel like that's what's exciting because even when the prequels for uh, the first three prequels came out Uh and they saw Anakin and they're like, oh, that's Darth Vader. People already knew that that was Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. And I was like. Man,
0: that is my problem with prequels for sure.
1: It must be sad to just know everything and not get to just be surprised by anything anymore. Because yeah. Star Wars had the biggest cinematic surprise ever in the history of movies. Right. So let's go go back to having surprises. I
0: think so. And... Th- and it's hard to live with nowadays, which I think makes it even that much better.
1: Right. You know? Teach them some patience to these these binge bu- viewer type people. And that's completely
0: what you want. You want people on the edge of their seats for an entire year, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Something to be excited about. And they're putting out so much other stuff. Right. To, to, but boy, oh, the spreadsheets that go into fitting all this all together, good for them.
1: Good and for them.
0: You know that these... Uh, meetings were horrendous to try to deal with, but right while they're all like trying to figure out how they're going to be doing all this, and how well, are
1: you going to keep Mark Hamill's involvement secret? You know, like yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. All fun. this is just to say it sparked a lively conversation, which is what good media does. Yeah, uh, we look forward to whatever comes next for The Mandalorian, absolutely. Uh, but it's like I always say, may the force be with you. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-fingered point to the exit.
0: If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com.
1: Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.